Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com cards. Hello, I'm Abe Beeson. I'm so excited we are back in the KNKX studios for our first in-person session performance in more than two years. And we are thrilled to welcome a good friend of the station, singer, songwriter, saxophonist, and more. Curtis Steigers is here. His new CD, This Life, looks back on his three decades of music, from pop hits to acclaimed jazz albums, television themes, relentless touring around the world. This Boise, Idaho kid has had quite a journey so far. His band in our studios includes longtime collaborators, John Scrapper Snyder on trumpet, Matthew Fries at the piano, Cliff Schmidt bass, and Paul Wells drumming. Welcome back to Seattle, Curtis. It's great to have you here. Thank you. It's very nice to be back. And how would you like to start our studio session today? Well, I think we'll start uh, with the lead-off track of the new album. This is a, a song by Nick Lowe uh, that I recorded uh, back in 1992 originally for the soundtrack to the movie The Bodyguard. Uh, which went on to sell 45 million copies, no thanks to me, just thanks to Whitney Houston's hit singles. Anyway, uh, we decided to uh, record it again for this new record because it sounds a lot different, uh, very different uh, than uh, we, uh, we recorded it way back in 1992. It's called What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. world searching for light in the darkness of insanity I ask myself is all hope lost is there only pain and hatred and misery and each time I feel like this inside One thing I want to know What's so funny about peace, love and understanding? Yeah. What's so funny about peace, love and understanding? Sometimes Now tell me where are the strong And who are the trusted And where is that a harmony Sweet harmony And each time I feel it slipping away Just makes me want to cry What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Hey! 
so funny by peace, love, and understanding. that I recorded for this new album, but again, it's a song I, I recorded before in uh, 1991 for my first album. I wrote it with a legend of pop songwriting by the name of, uh, a guy by the name of Barry Mann. Barry Mann is half of Mann and Weil, his wife Cynthia Weil, and he r- have written so many amazing uh, pop hits. They wrote, uh, um, We Gotta Get Out of This Place, the big animals hit. They wrote on Broadway, do 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 you know i mean it's amazing they even wrote um uh, you've lost that love and feeling uh, the, the righteous brothers hit and and a, a million more it got me on tv i sang it on the tonight show and it was a, you know it was, a, it was a hit it was really amazing and uh, but i always say i joke now that if you've heard it recently you've probably heard it at a wedding or a target store but uh, you know, <laughs> it's called uh, never saw a miracle i've seen a light divine i've seen water turned wine I've seen healing hands and walking on the water I've knelt in churches But that was all just fruitless searching For something to believe in And I thought I'd seen it all But I never saw a miracle Till baby I found you You know I prayed I'd find my heaven And then all my prayers came true 
No, I never saw a miracle I was blind, but now I see The miracle is the love you give to me I've seen a flower bloom And a man walk on the moon But I never, never seem to find sweet inspiration I've seen the stars fall from the sky And I've heard a newborn baby cry And I've felt the warmth of human kindness Till the tears came to my eyes But I never saw a miracle Till baby I found you No, I prayed I'd find my heaven And then all my prayers came true No, I never saw a miracle I was blind but now I see The miracle is the love you give to me Is you and me, me I've never been a winner And God knows I'm a sinner But I found my salvation in you I was lost until you found me Put your loving arms around me Gave me back my faith And my strength to carry on And now, baby, I believe, I believe But I never saw a miracle Till, baby, I found you You know I prayed I'd find my heaven And I know my prayers came true No, I never saw a miracle I was blind, but now I see The miracle is the love you give to me Yeah, the miracle is you, you and me. Curtis Tigers in the studios at 88.5 KNKX with his wonderful band celebrating the new record This Life. Uh, John Scrapper Snyder on trumpet on the first tune and he'll be joining us again for some more music. Matthew Fries, Cliff Schmidt and Paul Wells, piano, bass and drums. We're also hearing Curtis on the saxophone uh, this afternoon and sounding awfully good for an early PM uh, uh, session here. Thank you very much. You, n- you never know how the old uh, <laughs> the old vocal cords are going to work uh, after a night of singing and uh, and maybe there was there was probably a little wine drinking afterwards too, but uh, uh, it, it seems to, it seems to be going okay. Thank goodness. Uh, goodness, I'm wiping my brow, sweat. <laughs>
So uh, we, this is our first session in more than two years. Yeah. We all know why. And this pandemic um, led a lot of people uh, to self-reflection and kind of looking back happened to coincide with the 30th anniversary of you starting your musical career. So I guess, yeah. when did this album seem like an obvious thing to do? Well, I started thinking about it for the 25th anniversary, ah. but, but I was busy. <laughs> I was out on the road and I was making other kinds of records and it just, it seemed, even though 25 is a nice number to grab onto, I just, I wasn't ready to look back yet. I, I, I tend to plow forward and ahead without any uh, regard for what, um, you know, what might actually pay the mortgage. So um, right. I, I was busy making, a, you know, a Sinatra big band record and, uh, and kind of a, uh, I don't know, I, I wasn't ready. Uh, but when 30 started to loom, I thought, well, this is the time. I, I was ready. The guys and I had rearranged a lot of, of my old songs over the years to sound quite differently because right. uh, uh, I, you know, as, a, as a, an early recording artist in my early uh, career as a recording artist back in 91 and, and through the 90s, I made pop records. Yeah. Um, there certainly were jazz elements, but they were pop records. Uh, uh, at, at the turn of the century, uh, I decided to turn my back on that world and they had, you know, kind of turned their back on me too so it was it was a good time to start making jazz records i grew up studying jazz i went to school for jazz it was you know a love of mine i just assumed that the pop world would sort of love me for my art and i could do both at the same time it turned out they they weren't that interested in that so <laughs> so i made a a, a, a jump I, I i dove off the deep end uh i actually called my old friend michael brecker um uh the late great michael brecker the saxophone player and i said you know i'm thinking about doing this and it feels kind of crazy and dangerous and can I do this? Can I make a living? He said, jump in. It's, the water's good. Let's go. So if Michael Brecker tells you to go ahead and do that sort of a thing, someone that I admired all my life, I, I decided to go ahead. So I made, I've made so many uh, jazz records. I've made, uh, what, 11 jazz records now, and I've only made three pop records. But we decided to, to make a long story even longer. <laughs> I decided to make this record of songs that I've recorded before, but that we do quite differently now because again I'm with a jazz a wonderful jazz quintet now so there's my uh, long story finished. yeah and to look through the track list is like oh there's a lot of variety here but the arrangements all kind of bring it back together there's a there's a through line of kind of who Curtis Steigers is as a musician now yeah yeah I mean I've always loved a lot of different styles of music I grew up um, listening to pop radio in the 70s when you heard everything on the same station from soul music to folk music to hard rock to you know even some jazz every now and then in country too. Um, and so I love songs. I love songwriters. Um, Singer-songwriters in particular uh, really, really kill me. I just, I just love uh, guys like Nick Lowe, who wrote that first song, and Elvis Costello, who covered that song and sort of made the iconic versions. Um, yeah, I, I just, that's my thing is songs. And if you play uh, a song by Steve Earle, the alternative country songwriter, right next to an Irving Berlin tune, if you play it with this band, they sound... <laughs> like they fit together perfectly, like they were written in the same decade, but in fact they were written, you know, a hundred years apart, so. Uh, now, you came in and we, we were, I was overhearing the band and there's the shorthand for peace, love, and understanding is, oh, we're gonna do peace. Right. And for a second there, I thought, ooh, Horace Silver, that would be <laughs> wonderful. And frankly, that song actually sounded like, musically, Horace Silver could have had something to do with that. Well, you make a, you make a good point, yeah. We, uh, I mean, I was looking for the way, the new way to do this song because um, on, the, on the Bodyguard soundtrack, it sounded just like a big sort of loud, uh, I mean, the idea was to have a set closer. It, it, 
I hadn't uh, I hadn't recorded it for my first record, but I needed something to play at the end of my uh, of my shows, and I've always loved that song, and so I made up this kind of big R and B rave up version. Um, we had to figure out a way to play it with this band, and it seemed like a, a cool 60s uh, a soul jazz version um, like Horace Silver or actually I keep going back to uh, um, Watermelon Man the original Herbie, Watermelon yeah, Man by Herbie sure. Hancock it's got that anyway it, uh, it, it translates really nicely again it, it, I, think it, I think it illustrates what I've always thought is that a great song is a great song and you can put it in a lot of different contexts as long as you have really great musicians to, uh, to uh, play it and, uh, and you and you find the story. You find what what that thing that makes that song uh, great as a as a little short story or a movie. I mean, that's how I look at songs. They're like little short stories. Curtis Stikers is here. His new CD is called This Life, looking back at 30 years in the business. And I want to talk about a major turning point early in, in the career. Um, back in the late 80s, you made the move out to New York City. Yeah. And um, I understand you got some early gigs as a saxophonist. What was your intention when you went to New York? Did you have a plan? Well, or was it just, hey, I'm a musician, I'm going to see what happens? It was kind of that. I mean, I was I was I was young and and dumb and um, and I didn't realize it couldn't be done and uh, I had played I'd sort of gotten to the top of the of the food chain in Boise Idaho where I grew up uh, by the time I was 20 years old just in that I was in the coolest bands who made the most money and it wasn't that much money and the guys who I was in those bands with um, were they seemed kind of sour. They seemed uh, disappointed that they didn't make records, that they, they seemed bitter. And yeah. they were my friends, and I thought, well, why are these guys not having as much fun as I'm having in this? And it's because they had families, and they were in their 30s, and they hadn't sort of found that thing that they dreamed of. And I thought, oh, I guess I got to get out of here to do this. Yeah. And these days, I don't know that you have to do that as much. I mean, I think you can find a way a little bit more easily with YouTube and all the ways to sort of promote yourself. But back then, if you didn't go somewhere, you sort of just stayed somewhere. And uh, so I checked out the West Coast because Boise's a lot closer to Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and L.A. And I just couldn't find a place for myself in each of those places. A friend of mine uh, told me he was going out to... Um, he actually literally was a potato salesman from Boise, Idaho. He worked for Simplot. <laughs> That's wonderful. And he was going out to, uh, to do some uh, meetings out in New York City. And he said, yeah, you can just crash on the couch in my hotel room and check out New York. You should. And I thought, oh, New York, huh? Like Barney Miller, like, uh, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Kojak. Yeah, that, that was New York to me. I hadn't, I, didn't, I hadn't really ever thought of New York except from TV and movies. And, and so I got on a plane, walked off the plane at LaGuardia Airport, and I was home. I just loved New York. And so I, I started going, I'm not really a jazz saxophonist. I, have to, I'm a, I always say I'm a singer who owns a saxophone, which, you know, is, is a joke. But um, I'm a rhythm and blues saxophonist player. I, I, learned, I wanted to be B.B. King and Jimmy Page when I was young, and I had a saxophone to do that on. Yeah. So when I started going to jam sessions in New York, I didn't go to the jazz clubs because they would have killed me. They would have <laughs> eaten me alive. I went to the blues clubs where yeah. I could play what I knew how to play. And that... I immediately I fell in with a bunch of great musicians and then started writing songs and figuring it out. So I went dumb and then I figured it out because people would come up to me and say, you need your own songs. To, if you're going to make records, you're going to need to have your own songs. And I thought, oh, how do you do that? And they'd say, come to my studio next week and we'll write one. And that's how, that's how I did it. I just sort of kept going forward. 
Were you able to uh, connect with, you know, serious songwriting musicians when you were starting that process of becoming a songwriter? I was really lucky. I ran yeah. into a lot of really cool folks. Uh, there was a there was a guy called Mark Shulman who played with Suzanne Vega for quite a long time, and he was he really knew about rhythm and blues and soul music and and great songs. So I spent a lot of time with him. I met a guy called Wayne Cohen, who was a his main gig was he was a jingle producer and writer, but he heard me at a gig and said, "You got to come. Let's write some." songs and we wrote half of my first record together once I got the record deal and at that time you know everyone was getting record deals and it was it was like a feeding frenzy when I when I finally signed there were six or seven major labels uh, trying to sign me which was crazy and I ended up I ended up signing with Clive Davis at, at uh, Arista Records because I don't know because he had a big picture of him with Bruce Springsteen and a big picture with him and with uh, Janis Joplin and Miles Davis and uh, you know Whitney Houston and Patti Smith right behind him on at his desk and I thought I probably should go here. <laughs> this is probably. It seems like yeah. I mean, there's Paul Simon and yeah, I'll go here. And um, so I. But but it was it was pretty wild. Uh, then once I got the deal, uh, publishing deal and, and a record deal, then I got to start meeting people like Glenn Ballard, who uh, who produced my a lot of my first record and and with whom I wrote my my first hit. I wonder why. And and Barry Mann, uh, the person that I wrote that that last song with, uh, never saw a miracle. So I, I once you get a record deal, then you start meeting all these amazing people. It was really it was really cool. Now, certainly the <clears throat> the recording industry has changed quite a bit over that last thirty yeah. years. Uh, most particularly in the last couple of years. Uh, when a lot of artists had to figure out, well, how am I going to do this from my house? <laughs> Curtis Tigers figured out a way to do it from his house um, with a very charming co-host, in fact. <laughs> Four of them, actually. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, well, I, I, at first, at the beginning of the, uh, the pandemic, I saw a lot of really bad live streams. My yeah, friends who were great musicians were, were doing live streams that looked and sounded horrible, you know, because the technology is tricky, you know, and no one was kind of ready for it. Um, as it developed, so I, I started slowly as far as my live stream show. I actually started with a Patreon page, which oh. is kind of a, you know, a thing where people can pledge uh, a certain amount every month and you make them videos. But I was making so many videos that I was really proud of that only, you know, 150 people were seeing every month. And I thought, well, I, I got to open this up. So I got rid of the Patreon page and I started doing a live stream show. I found a producer in Minneapolis that could make me sound and look better. And, uh, um, and so I just started doing shows from my kitchen. It's called Songs from My Kitchen. I play my guitar and sing songs. It's not jazz like this, right. um, because I can't play jazz guitar either. I can just, I'm kind of a singer-songwriter guitarist. Um, uh, but I, I, I show videos. Every now and then I'll just like show a, a, a video of me singing with a big band in Germany. And there, so there's the jazz side of me uh, illustrated. And then we come back to the kitchen and my dogs want treats. So <laughs> I give them treats and Hank dances. I have four dogs. It's, it's a sickness. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a mental illness, but uh, I love them. And they're, they're really great co-hosts. They do a great job, except for Boo, who's the smallest. She's a Morky. She's about a two-pound Morky, and she doesn't like show business at all. When, when the show starts, she actually goes out the doggy door and just sits in the cold with a kind of an angry look on her face. Like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my agent about this. Anyway. <laughs> so is this something that you've got dialed in enough that you'll keep going? I know a lot of folks are thinking about, okay, we've learned a lot of things during the pandemic. Do we keep doing them? I, I'm not going to stop. I mean, I, when I'm on the road, I can't do it. Actually, right. this is Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Right, when we're doing this. Um, 
I would be in my kitchen right now doing uh, my live stream. So on the days when I'm on the road, I just I just don't do it. There are like 60 shows archived on my website. So if somebody really needs a hit of, uh, of my live stream show, they can go to my website and watch something old. But yeah, I like it. And I've also, I've, I've done a couple of... Uh, uh, songs from my kitchen live shows uh, it, with with enough technology, you know, with a screen behind me and my my laptop on stage, I can just go up on stage with my guitar and do the same thing. I mean, I don't I don't bring my dogs yet anyway, but uh, but I can show videos of the dogs. I mean, my my videos that I made have a lot of dogs in them. <laughs> my wife was off at work; she runs a homeless shelter. So during the pandemic, she was always, I mean, she was gone so much, basically saving people's lives. Um, so it was just the dogs and me. So the dogs ended up being the stars of my my videos are some pretty <laughs> funny ones. Curtis Tigers is here in the KNKX studios. His new CD, This Life, is a look back at 30 years. Only 30 years. You're still a young man, Curtis. What's next for you? Yeah. Um, well, I do like the idea of, of, of doing some touring as songs from my kitchen. Oh, yeah. um, it, it, these guys will have to stay home. That's the sad part. I won't have anybody to drink with but my laptop. But uh, um, uh, I'd love to make a, a, an album with a, a, an orchestra. I'd love to. I, I, mean, I also have a whole album in my head already with these guys. I mean, I'm, I'm always looking forward. I, I, I took this opportunity to look back at my career with this album. Now I'm ready to go on. But I, I'm not quitting. I mean, I can't. I can't quit. I mean, I've got my daughter's in college. I've got uh, a mortgage and four uh, dogs. and take. I've got four dogs to feed. <laughs> I'm going to be on the road until I drop, which is which is fine. Well, I think we're all looking forward to the next chapter, Curtis. Thank you so much for coming by our studios. Oh, yeah. my We'd love to hear some more music. Sure, sure. We'll play a couple more songs. Let's play uh, uh, "Don't Go Far." This is a song I wrote in Nashville with a wonderful uh, singer-songwriter by the name of Beth Nielsen Chapman, and uh, the idea is to be able to love someone and let them go, let them let them fly, and uh, what your mom used to say: "Go out and play, but don't go far." That sort of a thing. I dedicate it to my daughter now, always because uh, she is 22, and she she just arrived in Copenhagen this morning and sent me a text. Uh, she's all by herself for her uh, her summer vacation, and even though she's 22, she's a grown woman. I'm her father is terrified. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for my my girl Ruby. This is a don't go far. One, two, three. I'll watch you drive away the same as every day. From the window of your room You in your dancing shoes And all the world's your stage As the traffic plays the tune children once and little did we care about the dangers we might find we just lived for fun couldn't wait to cut and run 
While our mothers call behind Calling don't go far Don't go far Don't go far Don't go far I would love you without holding back or holding you down, my dear. I'm sorry I forget sometimes with these doubts and fears that cloud my mind. And all it takes is one sweet kiss and everything comes clear. Darling, please take care Cause it's a mixed up world out there So many ways to bring you down Fly as high as you can see Break the bonds of gravity And I'll be waiting right here On the ground Waiting and calling to Don't go far Don't go, don't go far Don't go I watch you drive away The same as every day From the window of your room Don't go far Don't go Curtis Tigers in the studios at 88.5 KNKX. His new record is This Life, and uh, we've carved out some time for one more song to finish off our afternoon. Don't mind if we do. Thanks so much for having us. Really good. This is uh, one of the two songs on the record that doesn't follow the rules. I haven't recorded this song on a record before, but it does reach back into my career even before my record deal. I grew up in Boise, Idaho. I played in a band uh, just out of uh, high school called the Young Jazz Lions because we were stupid and cocky. <laughs> but uh, uh, our uh, our piano player brought this this arrangement of this very well-known uh, Gershwin uh, uh, Dubose Hayward song, and we loved it. Uh, so this is dedicated to my uh, late friend, the, 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 the wonderful pianist uh, Paul Tillotson, and you'll know this song. I don't have to introduce this song. <laughs> Go ahead.
child And the living is easy The fish are jumping And the cotton is high Your daddy's rich And your mama good looking So hush little baby Don't, don't you cry One of these mornings You're gonna rise up singing Spread your wings And take to the sky Oh, but until that morning Ain't nothing gonna harm you, harm you With your mama and your daddy standing by summertime
Steaming up in here with Curtis Steigers and his band in the KNKX studios. A little summertime action on 88.5 KNKX. Thank you so much, Curtis. Uh, The new record is called This Life, looking back at 30 years of uh, wonderful music from this singer and multi-instrumentalist songwriter. Uh, Thanks to John Scrapper Snyder on trumpet, Matthew Fries piano, Cliff Schmidt and Paul Wells at the bass and drums. Our audio engineer is Brian Moynihan. Thanks to Michael Goode and the Vibe Vision Seattle video team. Uh, Thanks to our producer, uh, promotions director, Brenda Goldstein-Young, and our studio session intern for today, Anton Schwartz. I'm Abe Beeson. Support for KNKX comes from Jim and Bierta Falconer, supporters of studio sessions, and a free, independent, and energetic press who urge listeners to get involved in their local community and to support KNKX. And from OB Credit Union, thanks so much for listening.